There's a blue bird at my window I can't hear the song she sings All the jewels in heaven They don't look the same to me Welcome to Divine Throughline. I'm Ma Ananda Srimati, sometimes known as Julie Pyatt, and I'm here to share with you musings and perspectives on what it really means to live life divine. Thanks so much for joining me, actually for episode 50. I'm just remembering as I'm sitting here with Trapper, my son. Trapper, welcome home. Hey, all you podcasters out there. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> You have that great mic voice. <laughs> you know, it's, it's really good to be respectful of everyone's ears out there in the podcast. It, it was much more respectful than I am of their ears, for sure, with my loud voice. <laughs> um, anyway, Trapper, thanks so much for coming on the show. Um, I am thrilled to have you home, of course. hate to be like a predictable mom, but um, I missed you. How many weeks were you gone? I was gone... I think around almost two months exactly. Yeah, but I was with you for some of that. Yeah, so it would have been around six weeks. Yeah, six weeks total. But we were together because Trapper was actually part of our crew on Rich and My uh, first wellness, actually week of transformation in Tuscany, Italy. You were amazing, Trapper. You really brought a lot to the week. Um, How did you like Italy? Oh, it was fantastic. It was, uh, I mean, the retreat that you guys put on was really amazing and you know you had a big massive part in not only the experience that everyone had but just getting it there and getting it made and having it happen Mm. and it was just kind of amazing to see not only your vision for that come into being but also to see all these people responding so um so well and and just really dive into it and and be there for the transformation and there there were no people that were you know, upset by anything that happened. There's no bickering. And mm-hmm. yeah, it was just an amazing, um, it was a mature me. crowd, a very no. mature crowd. <laughs> I was I expecting a lot crowd. of, I was expecting a lot of shits on the, a lot, no. of, a lot of shitters over there, but no, no, no. they were good. <laughs> no, 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 they were great. Um, yeah. yeah, it was, it was very deep and people showed up ready to transform. We had quite a special experience for sure. And, um, you just, you, it was the retreat that kept on giving because you just then took off and traveled all over Europe visiting your new friends. So tell me where you went. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. I mean, we, so we started in Italy and then we went to, uh, Ireland to visit the happy pair, these two vegan twin dudes Mm -hmm. who love saying the word dude. So So cute. I think it's appropriate that I called them dudes. Yeah. They start off their YouTube channel (laughs) videos. Always the opening line is dudes like really really loud (laughs) (laughs) their trip but um yes we started there and i was in ireland for about a week and a half and then uh okay what did you do in ireland when you were there a lot of drinking (laughs) a lot of drink more drinking than i would like to hear about but okay you're a young person it was good it was good (laughs) it was fine um no i mean while i was there like uh the two twins had me work in the cafe that they own a little bit and you know it was good to get some work experience and just what were your duties uh i was a barista for two hours and then i would i was a <laughs> tiller or like a, the person behind the i guess a cashier they trusted you with the money they trusted me with the money that's a uh, huge that's a huge statement yeah i mean i really 
I think the next time they put someone in that situation, they should make sure they know what they're doing fully. You, they just put you there with no training, they, right? I, I've never worked a cashier before. I've never like worked in a restaurant and they just took me behind the cashier. And after about 10 minutes, uh, Dave, who I was with, just went, see ya. And he left. And then about 10 minutes after that, there was a line out the door because <laughs> they forgot that it was a bank holiday where everything's just closed and everybody came to the restaurant <laughs> in the town. So. Do you think you took the appropriate uh, exchange of money? Uh, you hope so. I, I definitely hope so. I mean, after a while, I kind of, if I wasn't working a ton, I wouldn't just go like, hey, it's on the twins bill. Just, like I paid for some of my own food and made sure like... No, to, I'm talking about like as you were taking the... Uh, oh, you, you, mean, you, know, you mean the, the cash? cash as, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I did a good job. I That's mean, good. as well as I could... Uh, Hopefully. There was yeah, there was a trick that I found out afterwards where if they give you say they give you a fifty for like a seven dollar item, yeah. you can type in you know the amount of change that they that they give you, and then it tells you how much change to give them back. It's not re- yeah, it's really not really brain surgery anymore. We yeah. used to have but, in my day, we but, used to have to be able to count change back. But no, but they didn't tell me that initially. So oh, really? so I get a fifteen for like a or I would get a fifty dollar or fifty euro bill for a or a note as they call it there, uh, for, you know, like a $7, you know, $15 and 69 euro. Yeah, exactly. There's like, mm-hmm. a, you know, I think there was and you one were counting that, on your like, fingers. It's like 1385 is their thing. And I'm trying to like figure it out and be like, okay, so like round to 34 and get that. <laughs> That's funny. But no, it was, it was, it was really good. It was, um, yeah, it was a great experience and I'm really thankful that they, did you work in the that. factory at all? No, I just worked in the cafe. Yeah. yeah so, so they have a they have a a a plant base they call it but it's essentially vegan uh actually entire empire yeah. <laughs> they have uh, over a hundred employees and did you find out how many products they actually have i'm guessing it's about 50 i would say around 50 yeah, i mean right. they, they they package all their spreads and all their you know things and cookies that they make That's but right. um yeah i mean yeah, I, I have no idea. Yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. And then, but anyway, I think we should um, just thank the happy pair and the the good people of Greystones. Yeah. Is it Greystones or yeah, Greystokes? Greystones, Ireland. Yeah. It's Greystokes is from Tarzan, right? I think so. <laughs> yeah. No, wrong. Yeah, that's the family in Tarzan. I oh, think. it is. Yeah, okay. like the, the nobility. So Greystones, Greystones, yeah, Greystones. No, they they were all fantastic and extremely welcoming, and extremely warm, and and really made me feel like a part of the community. By the time I left, I like practically felt like a local. You yeah, know? you arrived last night. You definitely looked older and more Irish. That's just because I haven't shaved. And your uh, <laughs> your accent—you had a little accent that was quite charming. Yeah, so I hope I hope you can I, keep that keep that up. Somehow. See, in, in certain words, it, it pops up, but it does. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, that's funny. Yeah. Okay, so where did you go from Ireland? Uh, I went to Germany and visited some of our friends, uh, Angela and uh, Patrick and Romy, and mm-hmm. I hadn't seen Patrick and Romy for. 10 years i yeah. think mm-hmm. so just kind of stayed with them for about you know four days or so and right. super fun and had a lot of a lot of fun and angela actually did a she did osteopathy osteo she's an osteopath yeah, yeah so mm-hmm. she did that and I found she did out, a healing session for you yeah and oh, i cool. found out my whole right side is is higher than my left right so it also puts a lot of pressure on my diaphragm yes so hmm, interesting so, so like think- there's a note i've kept getting from when i sing is is you got to keep taking breaths 
Because oh, I'd like to really? hold it a lot longer. And she was just saying like, yeah, like it, it's, it's all just compressing on your diaphragm so you don't get as much oxygen intake as you could. Oh, well, that's good information. Yeah. So I was like, all so right. So how was your healing? How was your experience of the healing session? It was you, cool. You were lying down, right? Yeah, on lying a table. down. Mm-hmm. And then um, she just moves along the spine really. And she kind of adjusts a, a little bit here and there. And um, so first she has you stand up and she kind of sees how your spine is in, a, in alignment. And it's all through the... Uh, it's all from the birth experience because when you go through the womb and you come in, like your whole body is like compressed mm-hmm. as a baby. And then as you come out, it expands again. So like when the baby's coming out, like the head is all crushed. being like crushed and squished. And then as it comes out and it gets the space, it expands. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that also is like, you know, the whole thing where like baby skulls haven't quite they they haven't right yet. they have like the fontanelle the yeah soft so they point. have that mm-hmm. um yeah the soft point so then um no it's cool then you just lay down she kind of moves up your spine and adjusts here and there and you know i had like some sensations where like, like my hands were at my sides but i could feel like they were like clasped together and like little things like that where it's like wait hold on that's not like a little thing so no, you were so, <laughs> yes yeah, so let's back up a little bit yeah no um i don't know it was, it was weird because it's it wasn't like a I don't know. Let it's me, hard to describe. It's, let it's me just like, describe. Let me yeah. give like a little platform so yeah, people fine. understand. So it's not actually a massage. No. Okay. So it, it's an energetic healing where, as I understand it, as Angela has explained it to me, she somehow um, becomes one with the body, the body's natural rhythms, and then the body's energy uh, gives her information. Is that... Yeah, something like that. Okay. And it's and it's all dealing with the initial trauma of birth. I didn't is, know that that piece. Yeah. Thanks for yeah, sharing no, that. Yeah, that's a mm-hmm. big, that's like the big thing of it. And so like, wow. yeah, going through, it wasn't as profound as the first experience I had, which was last year in London mm-hmm. when she gave us all treatments mm-hmm. where like I was lying there and she would put her hands on my chest and then... Mm-hmm. I would just feel her hands on the back of my head it, like six minutes later and be like, oh, her hands aren't there. And interesting. then I mm-hmm. fell asleep in the middle of the session. I woke up and I could just feel her hands on the back of my head. Mm-hmm. And I heard people talking in the room. So I was like, okay, I think the session's over because everybody clears out and it's just you and Angela. And then I could hear her voice over like across the room. Mm-hmm. And I, I just laid there for a good like 10 minutes. Just like, I don't want to disrupt if she's in the session and then once I heard her voice across the room, I was like, okay, she's nowhere near me. Mm. There's no one within 20 feet, but you can just feel the energetics of, of where her hands have been placed. But you still could feel her energy on your body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, she's quite an amazing channel, actually. Yeah. And this is, she's a full physician in Germany. She actually has her own practice in Ulm. Yeah. And so uh, if anybody wants osteopathy who is in that area... Her name is Angela Bomil Nicola. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the great news for us is that I am, I have invited her to join us in Italy. Um, one of the changes we're going to make is we're going to bring a third healer. We had uh, an Ayurvedic uh, pulse reader, uh, practitioner, Jennifer. We had Colin Hudon, Hudon. Yeah who is a uh, doctor of Chinese medicine and tea master. And now we're going to include Angela, who does osteopathy. So it's going to be fantastic. I'm excited. It's going to be really good. (laughs) Okay, great. So where'd you go from there? And then from there, I went to Paris. 
and I just kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do that because my accent is so bad. Okay. <laughs> and what did you do there? Uh, I just, I got an Airbnb for two nights. I think it was, yeah. Isn't Airbnb the best thing like it's, it's ever fair. on planet earth? I, I was there for, it would have been, uh, what was it? It was two nights then. Yeah. And then like, you know, half two travel days. So I had one full day there and I just kind of walked across the city. And How could you only go to Paris for one full day? Because I was bouncing around. <laughs> what, what did you do in that day? Um, or you went to Louvre. Yeah, that was like... Overwhelming. It was really cool in that, like, like first of all, I walked there from where I was staying. Uh, I was staying in Montparnasse, which is like a good hour, hour 15 walk to the, to the Louvre. So by the time I got there, I was already kind of tired. Like I kind of walked around and found some restaurants and I went in and then I was just walking through and it's, it's like a never ending just museum. Like it's such a massive building. Like it's almost hard to, like it's extremely hard to describe, but there's multiple levels and like some of the walkways, like you go in, there's just art covering the walls and you look like you can't even like see the end of the hallway to, all the way down and the ceilings are 30 feet tall. And it was, it was really amazing. And I just kind of saw the, I went and saw the Mona Lisa for like two seconds so I was just did. like, yeah, I didn't take a, I didn't take a shitty picture with my reflection in it because it's behind the glass. <laughs> but uh, no, it's cool just kind of seeing, just being there. It's one mm. of those things where it's like, isn't you, it fun? You went by yourself, right? Yeah. And then, uh, did you have your earbud earbuds on? I did. Just listening to music, basically. Okay. Do you know I saw the Louvre in yeah. exactly the same manner like a gazillion <laughs> years ago? Except I had a Walkman in That's my hand. So funny. And I loved it. I loved traveling alone with my music and going where I wanted to go and just having time with myself. And it was really fun. I actually met a lot of people, and it was a great experience. So it's a yeah. fun way to go. No, super fun. And then... You know what I find in the Louvre? Yeah. You, you often meet um, Americans who are traveling in groups who have gotten into arguments with each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's the other option, but hopefully yeah. no, I, I you avoided that. I preferred it on my own where it was just kind of like, especially after being in Ireland and it was very, like it was so communal and it was like you're consistently bumping into people and I, and I had a big community there as well as the fact that i felt much more confident there and that i could speak the language because mm -hmm. I, I don't speak a word of french just like the very basics you know mm -hmm. the the being polite and not just assuming everybody speaks english yeah which if you're going to any country just learn the very basics hi maybe excuse a question me. yeah excuse I me i apologize for not speaking your language yes something along those lines mm -hmm. and it's a much more pleasant travel experience yeah. that's right <laughs> um but no, it was super fun. And then, you know, met up with uh, my Aunt Belinda. So it'd be your brother's ex-wife. Yeah. We don't have to be that complicated, but yeah. yeah. Aunt Whatever. Belinda. Yeah. Let's just go with it. You can edit it out later. <laughs> no, 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 I won't edit it. It's perfect. It's I'm funny. just teasing you. You can edit it. <laughs> um, I met her foreign exchange niece. It was the much simplest it's just the simplest way to put it. It's also it. very complicated. Very, right. it's, very there's, confused. There's many steps to it, so I'm just going <laughs> to leave it at that. And we just had a nice dinner, and you know, she, we just kind of walked around for a second, and it was nice meeting her for the first time. And you know, and then uh, went off to London after that. Yeah, you met up with some yeah, plant-powered Jai tribe people. Yeah, and that, that was really good to see them. And I stay, stayed in uh, Shoreditch, which is like the hip part of London now. Really? Or one of them, yeah. 
How did we miss that? You have to take me there. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, there's like this. Better uh, than where we stay. There's one lane with like you know a couple vintage things called Brick Lane with like uh, you know vintage shops on both sides and kind of went through there and like every couple days there's like a big street market. <laughs> well, that's cool. Like, yeah, it's, it's it was a cool area. I didn't go out that much because I was exhausted from bouncing around, but you know just saw the the plant power peeps. Mm-hmm. So and, you saw uh, Tim and met his family. Yeah, I saw Tim, met his family, and I saw Pete. Hi, Tim. And met his family. Tim, Did. thanks for shaving Trapper's head, giving him a haircut, and yeah. sending me that video. No, that was really fun. Making him laugh, too. <laughs> well, it was great. Yeah, it was good. And then you saw really Peter. Fun. Yeah, I saw Peter, and we went to the Tate for like two seconds, and then oh. grabbed some dinner and met his family. and Met, met his, his kids. Met his kids, which was super sweet. And How old are his kids? Uh, six and 12, I think, so sweet. if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was really nice and just talked with his son a little bit and talked with Pete and kind of caught up. And, you know, it's it's so interesting to see how everybody's doing after the retreat where it's like... How was the re-entry for everyone? Yeah. So it was... uh, How was it? How was it? Mm -hmm. It was was good. You know, it's it's so difficult balancing, Mm -hmm. you know, both aspects, but... Like every single person I saw did did a very good job or seemed like they were doing a pretty good job at the least. (laughs) That's good. And then... um, Then you went to España. I was in Barcelona for four days. So I saw... Uh, I stayed Aideen. with, with uh, I saw Aideen. We had lunch the Hi, first Aideen. day. And she's in uh, Croatia right now, I she think. Is. is she working there? Yeah, she, she got hired to chef on a yacht. Nice. Yeah, this is a vegan a, chef, yes, Aideen, who came on sweet. the retreat. Irish, gorgeous girl. Yeah, and then I stayed with Todd for a couple of days. Todd. Todd. Hey, and that dude. was... Uh, no, it's super lovely. You know, they sweet. I saw that image you guys posted on Instagram for the solstice yeah, with meditation. The, yeah, that was really cool. Did you do it real time with me? Yeah. Oh. So he picked me up at the airport so at sweet. I think eleven fifty or something like that, and we drove up on top of this. Uh, I can't remember what the mountains called. It overlooks the city though. Yeah. So you have a full view of the city, and then the sun, and uh, not the sun, but the moon was was rising, rising up. And we ended up meditating for around 15, 20 minutes up there and so at, uh, right when the solstice. Right hit. at the solstice. Yeah. yeah. So that yeah. was our agreement. So I was here with Mel, actually our producer, and I did my first actually global meditation where we all sat at the same time. And actually I had a really amazing experience that, you know, what happened is um, I, uh, I felt a hand, an actual physical hand on my head transmitting to me as I was doing the meditation. That's pretty crazy. And the the following day I found out that the controversial one of the controversial teachers that I spoke about early on uh that actually I had this breakup with that led me to the music, Wes, um, I got word from the community that he died on the solstice. Oh, wow. So it was kind of interesting. I felt the frequency was actually another master that he and I worked with. Um, But in reflection, you know, it's possible that he rolled by to say goodbye to me, at least in this plane for that moment. It was was wild. I, I, I didn't know where he was and you know, knew nothing. And I could actually just feel this physical hand on my head, like you were describing with Angela. It's yeah. quite interesting. It's so anyway, but that's so cool. So glad yeah. you guys sat at that time. Yeah. So Very we meditated groovy. and with like wild boars walking around and stuff. We no, could, you did. We, we could hear them like walking around in the brush and stuff. And that's there were a couple of times where we'd stop and like clap or like just yell. Get and, like, go. <laughs> yeah. That's really good. That's a good, um, like, 
like test for how good your meditation is. <laughs> yeah. Like I tried to sit, like my whole goal is at least at the least keep my eyes closed, which I managed to do. Right. And then I only clapped like one time because I could just hear it just like getting closer and closer. <laughs> it's probably like 20, 30 feet away. And it's, those things are gnarly. It's kind of like fear factor. <laughs> yeah. Fear factor completely. meditation. Yeah. I stayed with funny. Todd. And then, uh, from there, um, I stayed with him for a couple nights and then had an Airbnb for a couple nights. And, went up and visited uh, Todd and his family and uh, they had some Swedish friends over at mm. the same time. And we all celebrated uh, San Juan, as everybody would say, or uh, San Juan, which is, I don't even know what it's really celebrating, but all I know is everybody just likes fireworks in the streets. Mm-hmm. So it's walking. like an independence thing, I think, for them too. I, th- I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, I th- I'm not sure if it's Catalonia specific or if it's mm-hmm. the whole of Spain, but mm-hmm. It was so funny, like, you know, everybody's lined up outside the fireworks shop, like, trying to get the bundles, and it was, it was ridiculous. It was hilarious. And then you uh, ended up finally meeting up with Tyler, your yeah. brother. Yeah, so I went back to Ireland again for a couple of days, kind of used uh, Greystones as the home base, and mm-hmm. saw some people. And then I got a text from uh, from Belinda, uh, mm-hmm. Aunt Belinda, saying that she was going to meet up with Tyler in uh, Milan, mm-hmm. so Everybody in Ireland gave me so much shit for not saying. <laughs> they said Milan, and they were like, "What?" Milan, yeah. Milano, Milan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. in Ireland. In Ireland, that I, I was like, Irish. "We're going to Milan," and they were like, "What?" I was like, "You know, Milan, Italy." They're like, "Oh, Milan." <laughs> I was like, "I'm sorry, <laughs> didn't pronounce <laughs> it this the right way." <laughs> so anyway, so tell us what you were doing in Milan. So we went up, um, flew in. Tyler and I happened to arrive at the airport at the exact same time, and uh, we caught a train because we there's. If you don't know, there's three international airports in, in Milan and mm. it's to know which one I didn't. And I ended up booking our Airbnb like a good 20 minutes away from Belinda. Oh no. <laughs> so like, <laughs> it was interesting, but we, um, no, it was like this cool little loft and you know, we just like one futon and it was, it was a big futon. That <laughs> <And>, uh, <laughs> was cool. We, we were only there for two nights, but when we were there, there was an art installation at, uh, Lago de Isio, which is like an hour and a half north where mm-hmm. this guy would, uh, Cristo, right? Mm-hmm. He uh, took these, it, it was an idea he had conceived with his wife who died six years ago. And he finally like had it come to fruition where, um, at least what I read about it was uh, he took these, I think like hundreds of thousands of these floating cubes and he wrapped them all in this gold saffron cloth. Mm-hmm. And he made these these islands or like not islands, but these walkways from Floating the mainland. Piers. Yeah, from the mainland to the island. And there were th- three walkways. So there's one from the mainland to this island. And then there's a second like private island. And the whole thing is just in a state. Mm-hmm. But it, it can't be bigger than, you know, half an acre, if that. Wow. Like it was really small and it's all walled across. And the only way to get there, if there isn't the, the pier, is just you have to dock the boat like right up next to it. Oh, and uh, no, it was, it was incredible just walking on that. And, you know, uh, Christo's installations are only up for two weeks and they're gone. Mm-hmm. And it was just pretty amazing to be there and, you know, meet and up with And he's in Tyler. his 80s now, right? Yeah. So this is like his last, yeah, they his, think. His last go. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we met up. Uh, we all drove up with uh, Belinda's good friend, uh, Chuck. Mm-hmm. Hi, Chuck. And um, from there, we, so we went to the art installation, drove back to... Uh, Milan and then uh, <laughs> I'm gonna say it like that every time <laughs> and then from there we all drove to the south of France um, mm-hmm. in St. Paul de Vence which is this small little town in the mountains uh, mm-hmm. right in between Cannes and Nice mm-hmm. 
like right near the coast and uh, I ended up having to leave my suitcase and half the things I got or not half about like a quarter of the things I brought. What did I hear that you left this beautiful sweater on the side of the road? Which one? It couldn't fit in your suitcase. Oh, the, uh, the Irish one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's whoever found it is enjoying that. Yeah. No, it's just passing along. They got some, yeah, they got a lot of stuff. I mean, it just the suitcase wouldn't fit in our rental, in our uh, rental car. So there's nothing you could do. So it was just like, all right, just leave it, kind of roll with it. I believe right. the theme for June was adapt, uh, adaptability. Yes. So I kind of rolled with that and <laughs> tried to keep a, you know, level head and be smiling the whole time and stuff. <laughs> and then, That's crazy. And then, uh, yeah, we drove up to France and there was just this beautiful little town and we got this nice little house and, uh, just kind of spent a couple of days up there and drove through Cannes and, um, kind of drove through the mountainside a lot. And mm-hmm. then, uh, had a really nice dinner because, um, like there's all the residential area and then the actual town itself. I, I mean, from what I understand is, is like this old, um, maybe 1700s, maybe earlier little walled, um, almost like fortress mm-hmm. and all the buildings look, you know, the cobblestone streets, all the buildings are crazy old and just the, the smallest streets and people are driving through and it was, it was pretty amazing. Just, it was absolutely gorgeous. That's so cool. And then from there I went back to Ireland for another week and a half and here I am. Finally, here you are. Here I am. All right. Well, um, tell me about the song that you performed for this week's episode. Yes. Uh, the song was, uh, guess I'm doing fine by Beck. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, like, uh, it always been a song I, I kind of liked. It, it wasn't it wasn't one that was always in my head. And then I think I was walking through Barcelona and uh, had a lot of like emotional uh, residue and, and things like that come up. And I just kind of heard that. And it just mm-hmm. really resonated in that moment where it's just that, at least for me, my interpretation is that kind of idea of just, you know, when you're, when I guess, uh, you know, down in the dumps and you're just kind of putting on a brave face and just kind of, you know, like, oh, everything's fine. You know, don't worry about me. And just kind of brushing off what you're going through. Mm-hmm. And, and I just, it was really significant for me in that moment to kind of hear that. And then started playing it the last couple of weeks while I was in Europe and, and really, yeah, really connected with it because of, you know, what I was going through and the way I usually handle emotion is very much like that, where it's, you know, something significant is happening, but you just kind of tend to, you know, just say, oh, it's, it's, it's not bothering me and just kind of ignore it and try to go on autopilot maybe. basically, mm-hmm. or, or just kind of wait until it's, it subsides enough to the point where you can just, you know, not deal with it and not think about mm-hmm. it. And, and I think that's something that's, that's really prevalent in definitely with, within our culture, especially when it comes to men, where the whole idea of just being so strong and not being vulnerable and, and just always, you know, being like the rock for everybody to kind of bounce off of where it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's really unsustainable and, uh, you know, it's not possible to consistently have that front because eventually the, you know, the cracks are going to start to, sh- to show through. And if you don't deal with a lot of that stuff, it tends to manifest itself into much, um, much more explosive and, and, uh, uh I, I more imbalances say, or yeah, mm-hmm. more imbalances and, mm-hmm. and just kind of like very intense outbursts. Mm-hmm. And so, um, would you say that one of the gifts of you having all these weeks away, you had some quality time with yourself, I guess. Yeah, definitely. It's how was that? There's nothing like traveling where, with yourself where after a while you literally like all the, at least for me, all the stuff I hadn't thought about or all the feelings I hadn't dealt with, even if I couldn't remember the exact origin of what caused them, 
they just kind of came up because after a while you just can't you're just with yourself there's nothing to distract you that much mm-hmm. from what's going on inside and you know it was, it was really profound and it was interesting you know traveling through and um especially you know going back uh to and from ireland a lot and you know talking to people and so I was like, how's your, how's the trip going? And you almost just have to say like, oh, everything's been great. It's been fantastic. Cause it's, it was such a blessing and a gift to be overseas for that long and just be overseas in general and, and get to experience all the culture and the history that you almost feel like it's an obligation that you have to enjoy yourself when a lot of it is, you know, it was just a soul searching kind of trip for me mm-hmm. where it wasn't a lot of like, you know, I did have a lot of fun and, you know, I did party a bit, but at the same time, the most significant thing that happened to me was just the fact that all these emotions came up and all these things that I hadn't dealt with came up in this way that um, was extremely intense and forced me to really recognize them and look at them. And even if I'm not sure if I fully dealt with them or released them, but I'm aware of, of what is there now mm-hmm. as well. So, you know, traveling on your own is, is such a gift where you really have to deal with that word. If you're with another person, you can either distract yourself with their company or you tend to take those feelings and you just blame it on whatever situation is around you as opposed to really looking within yourself mm-hmm. and recognizing, you know, what is going on, what you're going through. Mm-hmm. And, um, no, it was, it was, I, I can only describe the experience as fantastic, even though it was a very up and down kind of, um, trip on an emotional standpoint, mm-hmm. you know, and you know, you get a little burnout from traveling as well. And like, I think that really contributed to everything coming up where, mm-hmm. you know, you're tired, uh, you're exhausted, you're alone. <laughs> like, right. You don't, you don't have any of your routine to sort of distract you. Exactly. So, it's all, yeah. it's all just in your face. And, you know, I, I don't regret a minute of it. And there, you know, I'm, there are things here and there where it's like, oh, I could have done that better. But, you know, overall, you know, it, it just worked out the way it was supposed to. And mm-hmm. I really do have a lot of faith in that where, you know, everything that happened, happened for a reason. And every single experience I learned at least something from it. And, you know, um, definitely being in, in Ireland around a bunch of people who are, were just all so incredibly sweet, just, you know, it was, it was really amazing. Um, kind of creating that new community over there, I guess. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just really expanding myself and everywhere else I went just was an incredible blessing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you made some new friends. You have, you definitely have a, an expanded network in Europe now. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's pretty insane. <laughs> no, but getting back to it, mate, just to yeah. sort of uh, you know speak to what you've just shared so vulnerably and and openly and and beautifully, and the really one of the key things about the energy and what's available to us right now, and I think it's a universal um, sort of trend or opportunity that's going on right now is that we're being given the opportunity to locate these parts of ourselves that have been uncared for or unhealed or uncleared. And the great news is, is that they're being brought so that we can heal them and clear them and let them go. So what I would encourage you to do and all of us to do is actually mentally locate what are those issues that are still um, you know, brewing inside of you that are left unresolved, you know, maybe it's a deep wound, maybe it's something that's just indescribable, but it's an emotion. And I would actually make a list of these things. And in the healing technique this week, uh, I'm going to do a meditation and a healing practice to actually remove and clear some of these events. And if you're willing, um, 
uh, I would invite you back to be with me during that episode so that we could kind of do that together. Yeah, definitely. Does that sound okay? Yeah. And you know what I wanted to mention to you? One thing came to mind to me in meditation uh, this morning for you specifically, and that is that I would like to do a clearing and healing uh, for you around the episode when you were one and a half years old and you got lost in a large hotel in Austria. That's right. And I was with your dad and with my parents and even had a, a nanny there at the time, and I had gone for tea with my mom. And when I came back, your dad looked at me and said, we've lost Trapper. Um, so you were, you were lost for about 20 minutes. And I was reflecting and, you know, thank God in heaven, the security found you on another floor, uh, walking around, you had somehow walked onto an elevator and ended up on another floor. But, um, I was just reflecting on that trauma at that age and the fact that we've never, we know we've always kind of laughed about it, but like, oh, thank God. But I'm sure, I mean, I know when you saw me, you would not let me go. I mean, you came, I was the one you were grabbing for, like no one else. And, you know, I almost, col- I collapsed that night realizing what could have been, you know. So that's one thing that came to mind. Yeah, definitely. That'd be great. Okay. And, you know, definitely like to anybody who's feeling like that, like it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just all these, it's definitely a time where all this is being brought up Mm -hmm. where all the stuff, I mean, you kind of just said that, but just the, you know, all the, all the things that we haven't dealt with and don't want to, I mean, it's eventually you have to face them and now is a pretty good time. (laughs) Yeah, let's do it for sure. I mean, I have, I have a couple as well that have come over over the last month. And so, um, yeah, let's set that intention and let's, uh, let's do that clearing on the healing technique this week. Yeah, definitely. All right. So thanks so much, Trapper. I'm thrilled to have you home. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for having me on. And I'm, I'm glad I could, you know, it, it was kind of crazy, you know, just what was it like an hour and a half ago you were like hey you want to be on the podcast today and sure <laughs> you know yeah. no i had a so, perfect morning this morning yeah. picture from the airport last night we went to gracias madre oh, so good. then this morning we got up took the girls to theater i hung out with you got to go to cafe seat though yeah. went and got her hair done with jenny and then jenny. uh yeah so it's my perfect day yeah. so no it's thanks been, so much it's been fantastic and thank you for giving okay. me the opportunity and thanks for singing your beautiful song and just loving hearing your voice yeah thank you and thank you to everyone for listening to me talk about my travels (laughs) thanks for coming on trapper of course okay i love you honey love you too mom okay namaste There's a bluebird at my window I can't hear the songs she sings All the jewels in heaven They don't look the same to me I just weighed the tides that turned 
Till I learn to leave the past behind It's only lies that I'm living It's only tears that I'm crying It's only you that I'm losing Guess I'm doing fine All the battlements are empty And the moon is laying low Yellow roses in the graveyard Got no time to watch them grow Now I bade a friend farewell I can't do whatever pleases me It's only lies that I'm living It's only tears that I'm crying It's only you that I'm losing Guess I'm doing fine Press my face up to the window To see how warm it is in See the things that I've been missing Missing all this time It's only lies that I'm living only tears that I'm crying It's only you I'm losing Guess I'm doing fine It's only lies that I'm living only tears that I'm crying Oh no It's only you I'm losing Guess I'm doing fine Guess I'm doing fine